the cards, it's where magic is found We've played this game before, but never quite this way It's like an all-out war, with monsters that obey podcast officially sponsored by Kaiba Corporation and today I am Sarah your host also known as oh slime man oh I thought you lost connection like dad did oh yeah it's like a mime I did I I do appreciate that you said today you're Sarah as if you're not always Sarah well we are Um, all changeable it's true. Uh, I am Max, a.k.a. The God Five, guys, burgers, and fries. <laughs> I'm Dan Silva, a.k.a. The Quiet Man, 2018. Nice. Oh, and yeah. yes, I, I realized I did the first thing, so I should probably do this. And today we have a very special guest with us. Um, Scooter, would you like to introduce yourself? Hello, I am Scooter Lewis, or you can also call me Elgato Dragon Capture Card. Nice. Oh, hell oh, yeah. Oh, damn. I, I'm pretending I got that. I didn't. It's gaming. It's a recording device. Mm. But also like Dragon Capture Jar. Um yeah, we watched a we watched a Yu-Gi-Oh! I don't have I don't have any notes about things that actually happen. Um I just have <laughs> As is tradition. Yeah. It's fine. Um so I don't know what happens, but I do know that I enjoyed these episodes. Oh my god, they were so good. They were incredible. Definitely some of my favourites of the series. They, I, I actually think they went really fast. Like usually when we have a three-part duel, I'm like, oh my god, here we fucking go, right? But this, like, yeah. I like, wh- I watched this twice because like I was just like doing Whoa. stuff in the studio and I had it on. Um, I'm like, it, it just it went by so fast. I was like, Jesus, already? Let's do this again. Yeah, it goes at a clip. Yeah, it's 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 a really they did a really good job with these just because it's like you know usually when you have a duel that goes on for more than two episodes, there's a lot of it is repeated and a lot of it is filler. But like, no, nah, this is just the good stuff. It's only the uncut pure shit. This is just high quality Yu-Gi-Oh action. Yeah, smooth duels, yeah. no pulp. Oh, uh, Scooter, <laughs> what is your history with uh, Yu-Gi-Oh? Oh yeah, that thing. Oh man, do. where do you want me to start? Uh, I think I first really got into it around the time GX. Uh, was on like maybe halfway through the first season of that i played the card game a heck of a lot uh, my mom or my grand would sometimes buy us packs like just to shut me and my brother up um and <laughs> same i mean i just got really into it i um played in a couple tournaments did okay at some of them uh in fact i actually went to a real life duel academy um oh shit it was like a, oh, my it was like a college course um in my town run by some guy who i guess like wanted to run a game shop and ended up doing so was his name Solomon Moto, by <laughs> no, any chance? No, no, Um I can't actually remember his name, but I remember what he looked like, anyway. Big guy, friendly. But yeah, um, I think I was the oldest one there. It was mostly just like, a, God, I would have been maybe 14 at the time. I was like 10 to 14 year olds. Um, we traded a lot, played a lot of cards, and we learned like the basics of the game, which I already knew. It was basically just an excuse to go play other people, because I didn't right. have any friends. Yeah. Um, but other than that, um, with a TV show... Um, I actually didn't really watch it on TV. Um, what happened was my parents got some bootleg like video CDs or something oh my God. from oh, fuck their yeah. friends of just like a whole bunch of episodes. It was like I would say uh, most of up to the end of Battle City, 
Um, I don't know if it included any of the Noah stuff, but it was definitely like, the first half of Battle City. Mm-hmm. And um, like there was also a bunch of episodes missing. So until I like I started rewatching because of the podcast recently, there were some episodes that I just never seen, like the uh, the upcoming Yugi versus Joey one. Wow! Oh damn! I, I'm really glad. Scooter, I'm really glad that you're continuing our tradition of having guests on the show that are like way more knowledgeable about Yu-Gi-Oh than any of us are. I know so much about Yu-Gi-Oh. <laughs> Wait, so were these VCDs the Singapore dub? No, no, it was like a, it was bootleg, like it was a, it wasn't official discs. It was like somebody had video files of the episodes and burned them to like DVDs or CDs or something. Mm. And me and my brother just watched a whole bunch of those, um, like all the time. Damn, it might have been like rips of the uh, the actual DVDs. Huh. that's so good. Yeah, and it I was, of course, the it. dub because, of course, it was. This was that around brings... the same time I yeah. got some um, a few subbed episodes of Card Capture Sakura, and I've been meaning to go back yeah. and watch that too. But uh... yeah, that brings back memories of like, I remember when I was really little, my one of my aunts and uncles would like take me to like flea markets and i remember them buying a bunch of like bootleg dvds and Yu-Gi-Oh cards from them yeah i think we've all seen those bootleg cards huh absolutely <laughs> like you gotta wonder who makes them because they just seem to get everywhere yeah i don't know i can't imagine there's like well i'm sure there's profit in like, them i've seen like buy a nice card just in my kind of i know journeys around the internet i've just seen like just amazing like Fucking Yu-Gi-Oh soap, Yu-Gi-Oh pillowcases, Yu-Gi-Oh like rice washers, just the just the best, most Indian like kitchen utensils, and like I just I want them, you know? Yeah. Wait, oh my god, you said Yu-Gi-Oh soap, like s- s- would it fit soap on a rope? It was. Like, the rope is the neck chain, and the soap is the most. It was. Oh, it was so oh, good. God. I don't. I've seen that actually. I need this in my life. Um. Yeah, part of what I really liked about season zero was just how watching it was just like this pure, like, kind of tainted experience where just sometimes the episodes would just like flicker out because they were clearly like VHS rips. And it was just, it was so wholesome to watch that. Um, A pure tainted experience. uh, Anyway, yeah, uh, episodes. Uh, Episode 65 for us is called Marek Makes His Move, God Combo. Episode 16 of Battle City is called Mind Control, Part 1. Do is, you get the wait, joke? Is it called is ma- it Mime? M- mime? Is it? Mime yeah. Control. It's nice funny it. because he controls a mime. Oh, God bless. It's good. Yeah, so we open with, with uh, like, Joey and pals, and they're recapping the last duel. Jinochi displays a rare amount of brain activity. <laughs> and... Did you notice, I think, that, like, um, Suguroku, like, congratulates him on, like, becoming a better duelist and stuff? Yeah. Um, yeah. I'd actually... Y'all remember that, like, Yugi's Granda was the person who taught Joey how to duel? Yeah. Oh my god, he was. Yeah. That whole ramble, yeah. that whole Rocky montage um, way back in Duelist Kingdom, yeah. He ran a duel yeah. academy for one person, and that person was Joey. <laughs> he ran a duel apprenticeship. It's duel tutoring. Yeah, and he says, congratulations, my young apprentice, you have done well. Dude, Palpatine's ghost is going to show up and he'd be like, what's good, homeboy? Mm, can't fucking wait, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, so basically, they, they say, hey, Genochi, why didn't you take Great Moth from Weevil? That was his rarest card. And he's like, well, 
dumbass. It's because I don't have uh, the caterpillar or the cocoon, so I couldn't really play it. And and he got bug titties instead. Great. Yeah, he got. I want to see her. Do we ever see him play bug titties? Like, I hope not. I hope we do. He played it once. Okay. You may play it. It's it's... once. Once. And Anzu makes a weird comment about, like, she's like, oh, I bet you just didn't want to take Great Moth because that's what Weevil's known for. And, like, what? Because y- y- do you really think Jinochi would go out of his way to do something nice for that little gremlin? <laughs> Absolutely not. I think it's more like he just didn't want to to be associated with Weevil like that. Oh, my God. You're absolutely right. Yeah, that's what mm. I assumed. That's what happens when I watch these episodes at, like, 1 a.m. I had just beaten Bloodborne right beforehand, so I was, like, in, like... You know, adrenaline mode, and just did not really pick up a whole lot of what happened. Nope. Yeah. Anime police. <laughs> yeah, their discussion ends with like Taya just worrying a bit about Yugi, and then we cut to a weird mime. You don't need to say weird; they're all weird. Wait, no, they're just, they're wait, just that comes before the first part, which is oh, we get another Dark Hunter is stalking a uh, Joey and pals. It's and- Organization Thirteen. Yeah. It took me this long to realize they're all just Organization 13 from Kingdom Hearts. Yeah. And Merrick via Nort is <laughs> is uh, taking a boat to Domino City. Throughout the episode, we just like see shots of him riding this boat. Ooh, 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 it's ooh, seriously ooh, non-gummy. Ooh. Can I say, um, I like last night I realized I hadn't read the manga chapters for these episodes, so I read them, and like they're pretty much the same, but the one difference is that instead of being on a boat the whole time, Marek's on a motorcycle the whole time, and it's fucking sick. Oh my god, oh, it's more yeah. of a moped, to be fair. In, in, mm. in this, it's like a cool motorcycle, and he's just it's like- It's like a Harley? Yeah, pretty much, and he's just like, <laughs> you know, get your motor running, doing on the freeway. Uh, I remember one thing about Merrick, and it, I will say the motorcycle that shows up in that and later on in these episodes is in fact relevant to Merrick's backstory. Oh, thank God, God it, is. it is, isn't it? I don't remember this, um, and I'm so excited to find out about it. Oh God, yeah. So Merrick is like having an evil monologue, basically saying I'm gonna kill Yami. Like damn dude. Yeah, he's just he just wants to, he just wants to straight up kill him, yeah, huh? It's 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 funny, like he has two main goals, like to A get the god cards, and B kill Yami. Which I guess, you know, there's a lot of overlap with those goals, but like you Yeah I'm... It's an interesting motivation, is all yeah. I'll say. Yeah. I'm he just... wants the power the Pharaoh holds. The way I infer the way the dub explains it is that, like, Merrick wants Yami himself in a way. Like, he wants the Millennium Puzzle <laughs> and and the power locked behind it. Um, yeah, no, it's like, you know, get all the artifacts, you get the Ferris memories or whatever, which is a weird... I feel like that's more of a weird translation of, like, memories, because I don't think it's that literal, but... Yeah. <laughs> um... So now uh, we cut to Billy Corgan in the park. Um, oh yeah, standing on a bench, being normal. Looks he looks like a Kingdom Hearts character. Like he has the proportions of Sora. He has gigantic feet. His feet yeah. are so big. I, ugh. Yeah, and he's got like a or there's like a BDSM kind of fucking chain around the neck, which you know. Oh my god, it's like a symbol of how this puppet is like held captive by Marek, but also it's just a symbol of horny. 
<laughs> I mean, Yugi also very much does have a chain around his neck, so. Yeah. Maybe that's a, no, cinematic actually. Chain of cinematic parallels. Yeah, cinematic. You know, they're both vessels, friendship. as is mentioned later ah. in this duel. Um, they're yeah. both, like, different iterations of, like, goth punk. Um, that's all I can think of. <laughs> I was going to say, keep it going. <laughs> you can do a third point. <laughs> um, so. Is, and this is when, um, basically, is this when he sends the mime to go find Yugi? Yeah, like, the mime just, like, parkours off a bench and, like, yeah. heads yeah. towards... This dude is, this dude is hauling ass through yeah. Domino. Like, like he... I have in my notes, thousand-yard stare and hundred-mile-per-hour takeoff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, he hasn't moved for three days, and then he just, like... This mime can run a thousand-yard stare in five seconds. Yeah. <laughs> Um, they call him the quiet one. Merrick calls him the quiet one in the dub. This fool does not have a name at all in the sub. I actually, I read in does the he? in the he doesn't have a name, but like in the thing in the in the description that I read, he's called something like strings or something. Oh yeah, yeah. okay, yeah, I got it now. Yeah. It's strings, right. the quiet I remember, one. I remember reading that. Also, it's funny. So, like, every single week I have to look up on Wikipedia what episodes I'm looking at. So, like, it's my top visited page in Chrome. But the picture for season two is just Yami and, like, giant strings behind him with his eyes glowing. It's a really weird image that conveys absolutely nothing about what happens in Battle City. Hmm. Sounds, sounds accurate. Um, do yeah. we cut after this to, like, Yugi's little Riverside conversation? Yeah. Yeah. Like, made me fucking cry inside. It's such a good touch. You see the reflection of Yugi in the river, and it pans up, and it's Yugi with Yami's ghost next to him. So it's like, of course, Yami wouldn't have the reflection because he's not out right now. It's like, yeah. attention to detail. Yeah. We love it. Yeah, and they just like talk about like how much they fucking love each other, and that they're gonna like help each other win. And there's like beautiful music playing, and I'm just like, oh, flies, babies, they love each other. Someone just like make a cut of all of duel monsters was just like the motivational speeches between yugi and yami and like play it for my brain on loop to increase my serotonin levels <laughs> yeah, yeah it was Permanently. a there was a line from yami that i really liked you have the heart of a pharaoh and oh. me loving how to train your dragon so much i immediately thought in the soul of a gamer <laughs> <laughs> yeah the heart of a pharaoh and the soul of a gamer is like a good candidate for episode title. Yeah, weren't we talking about so. the other day about how like you know the Millennium Puzzle is pretty much like the Necronomicon, except it, instead of summoning demons, it summons gamers. Yeah, <laughs> which again, the same thing. Yeah, you know, Sam Sam Rami hire me to uh, art direct your live action adaptation of Yu-Gi-Oh, which will be a horror oh film. My God. Honestly, I I think about it all the time. Yeah. Um, the good. What I love about this little scene is just the end where Yami just vanishes. Yep. Yeah, See it, you, kid. Poof. Yeah. Yeah. So then the mime comes up, and the mime is being norted by Merrick, who is still on the scene. The mime comes up. I think that's kind of overshadowing the fact that this mime parkours his way on the scene. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah no, oh, the yeah. mime like jumps from the top of like the concrete riverbank like twenty feet down and like lands in front of Yugi. He skates, yeah, but he instead of skates it. he's just got real big feet. <laughs> he's wearing soap shoes, I bet. Ooh. <laughs> uh, puzzle soap shoes. <laughs> <laughs> um 
so yeah, the mime i'm just gonna call him the mime um yeah. he basically through the mime merrick challenges yami to a duel um and i'm like it's really funny because it's like what if yami just said no <laughs> Because, like, you can say no to any duel in Battle City. It's not Pokemon rules. It's, like, it's reasonable in that one regard. Yeah, I mean, I do think that um, Marek does say that, like, this puppet will, like, follow him until he kills him. Yeah. Like, it's some straight up, like, it follows shit. Like, the puppet will not sleep. It will not stop. It will find you and it will kill you if you lose this duel. <laughs> it's, it's it the follows. The incredibly slow but... duels with the incredibly inefficient deck. Yeah. It's it follows, but instead of the monster getting passed on through sex, it gets passed on through gaming. Yeah, again. You play an on you play an you, you play a card game with someone, and then they get the monster on them. Again, hire me to art direct this. <laughs> if it follows too. Yeah, this time it's gaming. Yeah. You die in the game. You die in real life. Oh my god. Ooh. Um, it follows too. Order no turn. <laughs> <laughs> oh, nice. Um, so basically, he's like taunting Yugi, basically saying like, "Oh, watch out, kid! I have you know a god on my side or whatever." Um, I don't I even remember what he's exactly saying. Enemy on my side. Ah! <laughs> don't fuck with me. <laughs> um, and then Yugi's just like, "All right, in that case, I'll defeat a god." Yeah. Like, yes, dude. What's a god to a king? Yeah. What's a king to a gamer? <laughs> That's how it goes. Yeah. Yep, no, that's it. It is not. That's just the line. Um, I did want to note that uh, in the sub, we pretty much get the same transformation sequence as in 4Kids. I noticed that. I noticed that. It's yeah. like when he looks up and like the light shines on him and the puzzles start to rattling and his hair starts flowing. Yeah. He doesn't, it's almost Magical Girl-esque. Tragically, he doesn't yell Yu-Gi-Oh! But Yu-Gi-Oh! we can't have everything. Yeah. No. Um, so we cut to the museum. Yeah. Um, Yami Bakura, FPS controls, Doom 1 Wad <laughs> of your weapon being the, um, Millennium Ring. He's, yeah. like, getting dragged into where Ishizu... This is the only place Ishizu hangs out in. Like, she has a bed in this museum. <laughs> Curation She's is just... just like, that's just up. the job, you know? That's what all curators I've yeah. ever known of. Uh, that's a lie. That's what... <laughs> not at the Museum 3. This time it's Ishizu. Yeah. Basically one of the exhibits, huh? <laughs> Shit, she is one of the exhibits. Hmm. You see, She's, uh, and you they say the Yu-Gi-Oh doesn't have any com- commentary on objectification. Um, <laughs> Not like we don't see that every single episode. Hmm. Hmm. Well, yeah, we see it, but there's no commentary on it. <laughs> Yu-Gi-Oh has it, it, it. It's not subtext; it's just text. Yeah, yeah. Only cowards use subtext. Yeah. So yeah, Yami Bakura is like tracking down a Shizu. And, like, Ishizu senses this, so, like, she disappears. She just hides. I don't know how she manages to get out I, of there. She but... just poofs out of existence like Yami did. <laughs> yeah. And then, like, Yami Bakura sees the tablets. We, we yeah. get kind of, like, an internal monologue from Ishizu saying, like, oh, this dude is also, like, part of the prophecy, so I'll just, like, let him see the tablets and get him in the fray, too. Yeah. She She's says, truly like, an agent of chaos. She recognizes him as, like... She sees that she understands part of like the legend, but she but she feels she does he doesn't fully understand just like how dangerous these cards are. Nope, no one does except for Pegasus. <laughs> yeah, I think we have the line from Bakura. I think he says the line like "Let me join in." 
which is like yeah. as if he's upset about not being invited to the destiny party or something. Let me in. <laughs> Yami Bakker has FOMO. Yeah, Yami Bakker has FOMO. <laughs> I don't know, like he doesn't like make any specific evil plans. He's just like, I'm, I'm involved in this now. Hi. <laughs> He basically sees it and he's like, oh, this ought to be good. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. I think it's interesting that um, that Bakura notes that um, he's seen the uh, seen the tablets before, which I think is a nice little bit of foreshadowing for uh, mm. later. Oh, true. Huh. So now we cut back to the duel. Um, Merrick kind of looks like, you know, once again going over his machinations saying like oh he's like i'll defeat you and kill you and then i'll be able to like defeat kaiba and get the god card and like far be it for me to criticize someone's well thought out evil plan in Yu-Gi-Oh. <laughs> i feel like it would work a lot better to first get the god card from kaiba so you have all three of these absurdly powerful god cards and then kill yugi but that's just me yeah, i mean i'm sure he knows what he's doing you know um, I'm sure he didn't think of any way he could possibly lose this one. Yeah. Yeah. I was just yes. listening to his, like, you know, this is, like, fourth time he's rambled about his evil plans. And I was just thinking that, like, you know, I support Marek as an anti-monarchist. You know, I, I want to destroy the monarchy as much as the next guy over here. Um, we are all. But Marek is, like, me. he's not valid here because he wants to then become the pharaoh. And, like, what yeah. are, what are you even, like... You could have just stopped a little bit short of yeah, that goal. Yeah, you were huh? you were so close, but then you had to. I like that we see the holographic projectors again. Yeah. yeah, I love I love when we get the scenes of them like shooting out of the things. It's yeah, like, remember this isn't actually magic. <laughs> it's magic yeah, weirdly in my enough, uh, all this magic and not a drop of it in the dual disc. Yeah, hmm. true. Yeah, yeah. I still love how like canonically the technology cannot contain the god cards like. Oh my god, I love them so much. Yeah. yeah. Honestly, so... I just like that Kaiba's just this like embodiment of science versus magic. Hmm. Yeah. 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 Check checkmate atheists. <laughs> Kaiba is one hundred percent a Dick Dorkins atheist. Yeah. Okay, well okay. We have like lines about that later on in these episodes that I cannot wait to get to. Oh shit. So um, yeah, we do. <laughs> Yeah, it is 25 minutes into this recording, and we have not started the duel yet. Oh, fuck. So. Oh, God. Yeah, we just yeah. did. Yeah, um, duel like, time. They do. The, the okay. first, yeah, the first part of Mr. Mime's strategy is just slimes. It's just everything's a slime. It's yeah. great. I love it. It's like, you remember, um, remember when Justin McElroy was talking about how his daughter was really obsessed with slime, and like everything in his house is just different kinds of slime, and there's like slime on the ceiling, and he doesn't know what to do with all this slime, but he can't get rid of it in case like he offends his daughter? That's Merrick with strings. <laughs> you ever notice how mime rhymes with slime? It it does rhyme with slime, Scuda. Mr. Mime, Mr. Slime. DJ yeah. Slime Time. Yeah, there's slime. Worm Drake is here. Um, there's like some fusion shit. Polymerization. Humanoid Worm Drake. Yeah, the puppet yeah. like hastes the slime. For an entire card, which, can I just say, is not a great value proposition. Nah. Like, no, not really. For the most part, this deck is actually really well built, but that's just... That's just wasteful, man. Come on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> things get a lot more wasteful later on. <laughs> um, but so. we get we get another 
you know, one of a hundred thousand evil monologues from Merrick, talking about how dual strategies are like water in a vessel, and Yugi's vessel is like really wide and really deep, so there's a lot of strategy in there, but Merrick is just like a boulder that'll shatter the vessel. He will smash um, the vessel using the large rock, which is Slifer. Yeah. Also, he talks about ripples in the water, and he does say Hamon, which is ripple in Japanese, and I do like to hear <laughs> oh it. Oh my god. As it turns out. Oh, by the way, Scuda, did you watch the dub or the sub? Oh, I uh, I watched the dub. Um, okay, cool. Yeah. So we're half and half then. Hell yeah. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> so, like, they're, like, talking with each other, and so, as it goes on, what Yugi finds out is, like, revive that Marek summoned a card called Revival Jam, and Revival Jam can be attacked, but it will always reform at the cost of no life points. And yeah, like, it's it's busted. Yeah. Yeah. I honestly I think like, a... like, you know, this this duel has like a fucking god monster in it, and I still think that Revival Jam is the most powerful card. Yeah. It is. What's a god to a slime? <laughs> yeah. Um I like that I think there maybe a turn or two before that there was this whole I knew that you knew that I knew thing going on at least oh, in god, the dub. Yeah. It's just Joseph Joestar tactics all yeah. the time. It makes me so happy. I love Yu-Gi-Oh so much. So, like, as as it goes on, like, Yami forms, like, a Buster Blader, and... Yeah, he busts and, a blade. Like, he busts a blade, and Revival <laughs> Jam keeps reforming, so Yami needs to find a different way to get rid of Merrick's life points before he can summon Slifer. Reform the monster. Do you ever get so mad you bust a blade? And then he gets, like, the Jam Breeding Machine, which... Creates yeah. the slime tokens. This does so and much slime. slime time, maybe. Dude, there's so much. It's slime time. Yeah, yeah. Like Mark, yeah. This like this is just like a machine that gives him a slime every turn, and basically, I think he needs like five monsters to sacrifice in order to get three, yeah. a slifer out. Three. Really? Yeah. Just three. Just yeah. three. Yeah. It's very small considering it's a big dragon with two mouths. Yeah, I mean, it is the yeah. most um, amount of sacrifices any any monster needs so far. Hmm. Um, yeah, which is still a very low number in the grand scheme of things. Yeah, yeah. it was early game Yu-Gi-Oh. They're still working out the balance kinks. Yeah. Uh, yeah. When does Yami get put in the cage? Because I like that bit. Yeah, that happens. Uh, that's next. At the end of the uh, episode. Yeah, the cage looks sick as fuck because like it comes out and like this like these like arcs of flames that then like form into cage bars it's a nightmare steel cage okay so this okay this cage looks like something which is straight out of a 90s east berlin goth fetish club um which is also coincidentally where the puppet walked out of uh the club is called steel cage nightmare and like the puppet works at the club this is like this is my whole theory about this is that's what this yugi and i lore baby this is this is canon this This is is our war of the week what you're saying is Marek found this guy in the red light district yep yeah yep where do that's there's nowhere else Marek would be in any city other than yeah like look at him my man wears a sleeveless hoodie like come on Marek is just like you you know you just like the the biggest twink we've seen so far in Yu-Gi-Oh which is uh, something since we've seen a lot of very twinkish characters and he's like He's the most evil twink. Yeah. Yeah. He's dark twink. He's dark twink boy. <laughs> I hate, dude, I hated that boss in the water temple. <laughs> Shit, he is dark twink boy. Uh, <laughs> and so like 
finally, uh, Yami cannot attack, and we get, like, this big drama shot as the episode yes. ends. I love the end of episode. We haven't seen one, like, since Yugi dueling Pegasus. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's just, it's like, like, you know... Yeah, Marek laughing with all his monsters around him, and, like, Slifer in the mm-hmm. background, and it's good to see, and... Yeah. Um, yeah. That was episode one. Oh, so we have two segments. We have two segments to do. We do? In okay. between these episodes. You, yeah, we do. What's the second one? Yeah, well, there's the gaming one. Queen's of Games. Bada bing, bada boom. Scoot up. You're our guest. You get to go first. Oh, all right. Well... If you want to know what I've been playing, the uh, the remastered version of the original Borderlands came out just uh, a couple weeks ago, and I have been all up on that business, as I hear somebody else has been. Yeah, that's, that would be me. That was what I was going to talk about, too. So, yeah. Uh, what are your thoughts on it? Um, as someone who has put, uh, let me just check, something on the order of... 786 hours in the original Borderlands. Um, I think the remaster is good, but it's not enough. Like, there are things that they absolutely could have fixed that they didn't, and there's some stuff that they added that I don't think they really needed to. But all in all, I'm just glad I can play it, like, full-screen borderless without um, without mm-hmm. having to, like, mess with stuff. Yeah. But how original... can it be called Borderlands if you play it borderless? Hmm. <sighs> <sighs> Sorry. Well, you see, technic- that the window is the border. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, I that was that was my one joke of the episode. <laughs> I'll never be funnier than that. Well done, Max. We congratulate you for it. <laughs> That's why I'm here. Uh, where are you progress-wise? Um, I've actually beaten the second playthrough. Um, I'm oh, wow. I'm going to start working my way through all the DLC after, uh, yeah. probably after this or tomorrow night or something. Yeah, the DLC the DLC raised the level cap once, right? Uh, I think there's a couple of DLCs that raise the level cap. The original level cap is fifty, and then right. after all DLC, the level cap is da 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 sixty nine. So- nice, nice, dude. Hell yeah. Yeah, because I know in two the level cap was raised to sixty one and seventy two. Yeah, so... and in the pre sequel, which is like the one in between them, that um the level cap is just seventy. So who knows oh, what the level cap's going to be in the, uh, in the third one, it, which is actually the fourth one. Yeah. Yeah. True. Well, the fifth one. Well, I suppose. True. True. Oh, I'm so excited that they bring the Tales from the Borderlands characters back for three. Yeah. Yeah, although apparently the um, the original voice actors are not coming with them, which is interesting. Actually, Birch is coming back for Tiny Tina, though. Yeah. And she, she is Union. It's a weird. It's a weird mess. I mean, yeah. you know, I'm sure everything's being completely normal over at Gearbox. Yeah, I mean, I will take I will take Reese not being voiced by Troy Baker if it means Vaughn not being voiced by Chris Hardwick. Yeah, same. Oh, God, fuck that guy. Mm. Yeah. I mean, like, chances are they probably won't play that big of a part in the story anyway, so it won't be, like, a huge thing to notice. Yeah. Just because there's so many characters in that game, and there's going to be new ones. So. Yeah. I hope, the, um, I hope the, like... The playable characters have more lines in the new one because they yeah. did that with the pre sequel. God, yeah, yeah that that did a huge part in like in like giving the pre sequel characters more well character. Did yeah. they like talk with each other? Yeah, um, I don't think they talk like with each other at the playable characters, but like at certain points in the story, like 
people <sighs> who are talking to your characters will will like ask questions and stuff, and your character yeah. will respond. Um, okay. All right, gamers, that's enough. Talk about Borderlands, Max. What have you played? All right. I completed Bloodborne hundred <laughs> percent. I got the platinum trophy. It's Hell a really yeah. hard game. Oh, I did it. Yeah. I I get and and Sony's gonna eventually mail me a, a code to get like a, a unique Bloodborne platinum theme. Um, nice. Because you for some of the exclusives on PlayStation, you get like a platinum theme for it. I did that for Horizon. I still need to get mine for Spider Man, and I still need to get my Horizon Avatar because they don't always work when they send them out. So you have to like hound them down for two months with talk with Sony support and get a code. But I did it. I, I beat Bloodborne. I did like a pure strength build, and I was like absolutely sick nasty kirk hammer is my is my one and only i love you so much kirk hammer big it's hammer. a big sword it's a sword that you stick into a rock to become a hammer <gasps> like what oh, more could you, yeah. more could you need and it has like a cool like church inscription on the side of it <gasps> it's basically like victorian mjolnir i love it so much damn uh, who the hell needs um, to take the sword out of the stone right <laughs> ah, uh that's me uh real quick Let's do Pokemon. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, mine. Yeah. Okay. A goo. Oh, oh nice. It's a baby. That's a boy. Um, oh, this oh. is Pokemon number 48, Venonat. Um, the description says it's bug and poison type. Uh, some very good types there. Uh, it says its eyes the act as radar, enabling it to be active in darkness. The eyes can also... Venonat shoots lasers from its eyes. <laughs> Fuck yeah. 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 Uh... It's just a little fuzzy boy. It's blind. Absolutely incredible. It's basically insect Karibo. It um, is. I'm right. And the fact that, okay, things that would improve Karibo, uh, if Karibo was a bug, because like on the, on this podcast, we, we support bugs for the most part. Um, things that would improve Karibo. Are you sure? I mean, you're Are here, you sure about so... That? <laughs> and I don't mind bugs. My, my dark influence. Yeah, you, you have poisoned this podcast with the love of bugs. And I'm not going to fight against it anymore. I'm tired of fighting. I never... Anyway. Um, anyway, so think, yeah, things that would improve Karibu would be being a bug. I think that would be nice. And also being able to shoot lasers from its eyes. So that's that's yeah. that's real good. Um, I think... Um, I'm not going to go too mad on it. Because I do think it is... Much as bugs are good, it is still a bug. So um, I think I'm going to go with a 3.2 on Venonat. Respectable. Above a, a average. Ref- a respectable score. Episode Great. 66. St. Dragon, the God of Osiris. God, yes. Execute episode 66. Ah. Time to execute what's, episode. What's good, homeboy? Yeah, thanks, Sheev. <laughs> Sheev I can't Palpatine. believe his name is Sheev. I learned that fucking yeah. done it yesterday again. or whatever the thing came out. Yeah. And his name, guys, his name is Sheev. His Young name Sheevy. is Sheev Palpatine. That's such an evil name. It is. It's like the same energy you get from naming the boss in JoJo. You see this baby, it's like, hmm. Oh, the devil. Speaking of names, actually, because I watched, like, I watched, I watched the dub and then the sub. Uh, this week, uh, and I noticed that like Marek keeps calling Yami Yami. Like he calls him Yami. He's like Yami. Yeah. I'm... How does, does he know do that, his huh? name? I mean, I mean, he knows about the Pharaoh. So yeah, they've been knows... like keepers of the the royal family for so long. I feel like he's like the only one who actually knows all that stuff. But like, it's not hey, his ever... name. You ever think about how no, like true. the Pharaoh's tomb is just 
still out there, and if Yugi like really wanted to, he could probably just go there. Hmm. I mean, isn't that the plot of season five? Wait, shit, it is. I thought you were talking about like post season. He just. Re- oh my god! Can't wait to watch Dark Side of Dimensions. Ah! So this episode opens with uh, the Kybercorp satellite, and the Kybercorp mission control is like trying to look for any Egyptian god cards that have been used so far in the tournament. Like, I feel like you wouldn't need a satellite to see like an actual lightning storm being summoned out of nowhere, but that's just me. <laughs> so then, like Kaiba, like what's the word I'm looking for? He skypes in and says, <laughs> "I trust even you can't screw this up. I've done all the real work programming sa- the satellite to track every card played." What an asshole! <sighs> what a fucking he's, capitalist! He's not even mean to. He's not even mean to them in the sub. He's just like, keep looking. And he like dramatically zooms in using like his own like little wrist camera thing. <laughs> like, Kaiba, you're so extra. Yeah. Um, hey, Slifer time, baby. Yeah. Although I do want to, before we get to some Slifer stuff, I do want to note that there's a part in the sub where Marek is like, I'm doing this because you, 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 fuck, you Pharaoh fucked over my whole family. And Yami's just there thinking like, shit, what the fuck did I do to this guy's family? I wish I could remember. <laughs> the Hangover 4, Ancient Egypt. Pretty much. Yeah, I think this is where um, I, I summed up Marek's motivations as mom says it's my turn to use the powers of the Pharaoh. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so uh-huh. the last slime token is played, and the sky is shrouded in darkness as the Egyptian god card, Slifer the Sky Dragon, is summoned. Actual real-life lightning starts hitting the ground everywhere. <sighs> he has two and mouths. He has two mouths. He's like this giant crimson undulating sky snake. His roar is like a lion and an eagle together. His name sucks. Yeah. Slifer is not a good name. Like... I think he's named after like. Well, I don't know if it's actually it or just like Slifer, the executive producer. Yeah, he's yeah, named no, after the executive yeah. producer, John Slifer, or something. The biggest crime for kids has committed. Like, I wouldn't hate the name. Like Slifer, it's a fine name. The only reason I hate it so much is because I know that's the name of the goddamn executive producer, and I don't want to give that guy any more credit than he deserves. The only credit he deserves is for removing the horny content from Yu-Gi-Oh, and that's the only good thing he's done. That's it. So, the dub is also, good and correct. Slifer compared to the Saint Dragon Osiris? Hello? That is pretty good. Like, the God of Death? Hello? Is Osiris the God of Death? Sarah? I have no idea. I wasn't an Egypt kid. Oh, I was I a dinosaur kid. I thought you know. Okay, I'm gonna look it up in the background. Oh, okay. Um, um, yeah. So Slifer's whole thing is oh, that you're right enough. Is, is, that is uh, that is the god of death. Hell yeah. Cool, sweet. And also Thank the you. flooding of uh, the Nile. Huh? Hmm. Who knew? Um, Slifer's whole deal is that his attack is equal to the number of cards in your hand times a thousand, which is like, <laughs> hey, it's a little busted. It's kind yeah. of powerful. It's, yeah, it's good. It can be up to 5,000 since you can normally have up to 5 cards. About Wait, 7? No, it, seven? it's 6. It's, it. it's 6 in the sub. Oh, it's 6, that's it's right. It's 6. It's it in the manga? <laughs> Why is it always different? I think it's it in the manga. I don't know. There, There is an amount of cards that Slifer can only reach the maximum of. Yeah. Um, but hey, folks. to give himself the leg up... Uh, hey, folks. Uh, oh, shit! Oh, <laughs> You know what happens next? 
Should I do a shot of fireball or pomegranate gin? Fireball. Okay. Because I made my spell oh. I made myself a special shot glass, which looks like the pot of greed. Well, folks, yeah. we are no longer fake fans. It has happened. We finally get to see Pot of Greed, which allows me to draw two cards from my deck and add them into my hand. I ascended at this moment because I didn't know what was going to happen. And Cheers. don't forget, of course, greed is good. Greed is good. <laughs> what's the segment? What's the segment called, Sarah? The segment is called Shot of Greed. <laughs> I hope we don't do this every time because it's going <laughs> to. This is no. This is unsustainable. <laughs> this is only when Pot of Greed shows up. Well, no. I mean, that's still gonna be a lot. It. I mean, <laughs> it like the, the. It only plays it once a duel. It can only play be played once a duel. <sighs> Sorry, that was really. Oh, I've never oh, yeah. had Fireball before. That's a lot more cinnamony than great. I thought it was gonna be. <laughs> it's good, but also very bad. I was like, I was like, I thought it was gonna be spicy, but it's just fucking sweet cinnamon, and I'm like, what? I thought, where's the whiskey? <laughs> This is just yeah, it's a kaboom. You just can't taste it. Uh, the ideal way to consume fireball is in a is in a thermos over the course of like one ninety degree day at a festival, like an entire bottle of it. That's the ideal way to do it, and you get dehydrated and feel like garbo. That doesn't sound like the ideal way to do anything. <laughs> it is in college. <laughs> you should you hey. need to hashtag stay hydrated. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, 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 uh, listeners, I thought that you know you can, of course. I mean, if you are legally allowed to and want to drink along with us, but if you don't, you should still do a shot of greed by like finding the nearest like waste paper basket or like a hoop and like just shoot like shoot some hoops, you know. Kobe. So you can still participate without drinking, and I, I want I want this to be an inclusive segment for everybody. Uh, so, yeah. or you can free shot of greed. Yeah. Oh, yeah, free shot agreed. Um, I also thought that um, we could do it at another thing that sometimes happens, which also happens for the first time in this episode. Can you guys guess what it is? It, 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 okay, it doesn't, because I definitely remember, like, a very quick frame of it happening back in Pegasus, uh, but for all intents and purposes, this is the first, like, actual, like, main moment it happens. Okay, we will celebrate it when it comes to it. It's, a, it's another momentous yes, yes. occasion. Um, before we do... I'm gonna have to... I'm going to have to grab another shot then. Give me like a minute. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and um, then I can I can shoot uh, it out of my other drinking vessel. Um, oh. Anyway. Oh, before we move on, I do want to mention that whenever uh, <clears throat> Osiris, dragon, whatever, blah, blah, appears, uh, Yami does say the line, this steel cage isn't the only reason I can't move. I'm also fucking shitting my pants right now, basically, is oh what God. he says. <laughs> and I love to yeah. hear it. Slifer has like a paralyzing divine aura. He's shitting and carding. Thank you, Scooter. Um. So yeah, in the in the words of the ancient Egyptians, cheers. Yeah, slajva. In the words of the us. <laughs> I am drinking out of a paint your own mug that I did paint pot of greed onto, and it's the most creative I've ever been, and the only thing I've made worth worth celebrating i'm actually oh. can i confess something mm. i didn't take that shot out of my pot of greed shot glass because the varnish isn't dry and i didn't want to get poisoned yeah i mean what a way to go though <laughs> yeah uh, i will do it yeah, next time to go. you don't want to take a shot out of your own shot glass and get poisoned we do have a podcast tonight <laughs> yeah yeah the last episode of pot of greed <laughs> 
Why wasn't it episode 69? Um, Why? Oh, God. So Yeah, where are we? Yeah. Pot of Greed is Slifer. here. Pot of Greed allows me to draw two cards from my deck and add them into my hand. So Yugi is thinking, okay, the most most amount of cards you can I'm have back. in your hand. Welcome back, Dan. Um, we're just like right getting back to the duel. Um, where Yugi's thinking the most amount of cards he's going to have in his hand is six because well, you're like, the highest attack slice you can have is six thousand because you only have six. And America's like, Dingus, I have a card in my hand that'll allow me to have infinite cards. Let's see. At this point, Yugi's just like, I have no idea what I can do. Yeah, your boy, your boy is panicking. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's some stuff about how he's like, oh, I'm like, I'm just, I'm like, I'm protected in this cage, and then the cage like vanishes. And can I just say, <laughs> Yami's coming out of his cage and he's dueling a mime. <gasps> yeah, incredible. Thanks. Oh, because he wants it all. Because I wanted all the god cards so that I can. Why doesn't he double god cards again? I can't remember. Just so that nobody else can uh... have them. <laughs> I mean, Kaiba is the one who wants them all. Merrick I'm... chuckled. You mean the god cards? <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. He just wants them. They're pretty. Don't you want them? Wait, doesn't he need them to like get his memories back or something? No, you need the Millennium Artifacts to get the memories back. Oh yeah, that's back. true. I think the god no, cards I think have something actually, to do with that. In the dub, maybe, I think it's mentioned that he needs the god cards as well. Okay. I mean... Who needs a reason yeah, for, for gaming, huh? Who needs a reason to risk your life and have a puppet follow you and potentially kill you just for the love of the game? Who among us? Yeah, yeah. Um, then yeah, the next thing I have written in my notes is big dragon attack. Ah, because ah! you know, Slifer like attacked and it was fucking sick. Yeah, Slifer's attack is called Thunder Force. It's just good, folks. It's good. Yeah, <laughs> stuff happens like. Yami keeps on like thinking of schemes to try and attack. Like, yeah, I, he plays Light Force Sword, sword which, again. Yeah, yeah, which like pins a card out into. Um, he pins a card oh. from Merrick's hand onto the field, lowering Slifer's attack. And Bluster Blader is at thirty one hundred, and Slifer's at three thousand. But the, he forgot about the slime, which tanks the hit. Yeah. Um, so at this point, oh yes, we cut over to our friends. Yeah. So, like, Joey is refusing to duel, like, randos he could easily beat because they're too weak. And Joey really wants to prove himself by beating challenging duelists. He has, like, a serious case of duelists pride, which is a contagious disease which he caught off of Yami. We caught it off of Kaiba. uh, Yeah, yeah. it's Kaiba. To be fair, yeah. The seven deadly cards. Um... I love Full Metal Alchemist. Just preparing my second shot, because... Just preparing? What happened? Oh, oh, hold on. So before that, though, Kaiba is just, like, standing behind them. Oh, yeah. Uh, um, Jinoshi turns around, he's like, hey, I know who I can duel. (laughs) Um, Kaiba just says, why is this nobody wearing a duel disc? I thought you were level two. Oh, yeah. Looks like someone screwed up at registration. (laughs) Um... You, you, you explain this part, Sarah, please. Well, he does the fucking face. <laughs> he does He does the face. He does the face no. while challenging Kaiba. And um, this is when I'm going to take my second shot of the episode, which I plan to do mm-hmm. for the rest of the series every single time we see Joey do this face. Um, and I'm going to take it from my Joey mug uh, because that's mm-hmm. thematically appropriate. Again, yeah, find a waste paper 100%. basket or a basketball hoop if you do not shot. 
Make sure it has Joey's face on it, though. Yeah, you can buy those from our merch Ugh. store. Ugh. Ugh. It has. Oh, oh god! Has, this is such good audio. It has before to it was be mixed with sort of... before I was mixing it with Mountain Dew, then I drank it straight, and oh god! <laughs> oh, oh my god. god! What a good podcast. Love to um, podcast. Love to podcast. <laughs> um, this is yeah. the end of the show. Good night, folks. We're all dead. Kaiba just kind of um, leaves in a helicopter, basically. Well, not before calling Joey accepts. a dog again. Oh god, yeah. Oh he does. yeah, he yeah, does sure. call him a dog. It's confirmed. It's all canon. Kaiba you, accepts. You He's fool. like, I'm going to show Looks you. Looks like I'll have to teach you to behave just like the dog you are. But. Before he can start the duel, he gets a notification that a god car has appeared, and he's like, peace out, nerds. And yeah. Like, goes away on his helicopter. Yeah, and I noticed that Joey kind of does the face a second time while looking up at the helicopter <laughs> flying away. He just keeps on doing it. <laughs> like, it's just his instinctive reaction to Kaiba. Um, we see Organization 13 again as Kaiba flies off, mm-hmm. and then we're back at the riverside. Um, Motherfucker. Let's see. Yeah. At this, <laughs> at this point, I noticed is that whenever Karibo is on screen, Karibo makes a little Karibo noise, and it's good. It's such a great noise. I love Karibo so much. Yeah, like, uh, yeah. Um... So Yami, vis- Yami summons Karibo, and, like, Karibo is, like, his only defense against Slifer, and I'm like, ah, what a baby! I honestly thought that his strategy was going to involve infinite Karibo somehow. Yeah, yeah me too. Well, I was half right. Yeah. Yeah, there was yeah, infinity infinite. was involved, I guess. Yeah. Um, infinity, the infinity, the infinity cards. Catch it in theaters. Yeah. So this April. Mm. Mm. So um, uh, Yami gets like sacrifices Karibo to get Dark Magician Girl and Magic Cylinder, and Mouse Number Two is about to destroy the Dark Magician Girl, but whoops, magical hats. Oh, yeah, I don't know if that's been mentioned, but whenever another creature enters the battlefield, uh, Slifer automatically attacks it for 2,000 points. Yeah. 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 Like, he basically it, interesting. has, like, a special opportunity attack, kind of. Yeah, it's an attack of opportunity, basically. Yeah, it's it's like, so it's, his bottom mouth is his regular attack, Thunder Force. His top mouth opens on a monster being summoned, and that's Lightning Bullet, which is, like, mm. another very cool name. Yeah, it takes two thousand um, points away from whatever stat is important for the uh, for the monster that's been summoned. So if it's in defense mode, it takes away defense, and in attack mode, it takes away attack. And if it reduces right. it to zero, goodbye, monster. Yeah, and I goodbye, it didn't do a good job explaining good how it worked at first because I thought it's like it because like you know when it deals damage, your attack and defense points don't get taken away usually, but so this isn't like a check of your values, it's actually, like, just a subtraction of it. Yeah. So, like, if you come in and your defense is 3,000 and Slifer hits you with Lightning Bullet, your defense is now 1,000. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Basically, um, like, it took me a while to get it as well, but, you know, only because I watched the dub and then the sub and then the manga. Uh, I really did this one this week. But, yeah, basically it just means that, like, you can't summon any creature that has less than 2,000 attack or defense points, which is, like, no monsters... <laughs> With, which, that you can them. just randomly summon like you just yeah. can't do what, shit what's a creature with two, less than 2,000 attacker defense points to a god <laughs> have um, you made this joke before Max? I feel like I am no I think that was the first time yeah impressive I think, yeah. 
Um, yeah, so uh, Dark Magician Girl gets, like, pummeled with this uh, attack. Um, but thankfully she's saved by the hats. Thanks, hats. He, like, activates magical hats. And then, like, the one that Dark Magician Girl... It, one wing gets destroyed. Nothing was under it. And he basically places a card under each hat now. Um... <clears throat> Merrick uses infinite cards, so now, like, it, the card is just called infinite cards, so he yeah. can just, like, have as many cards as he wants in his hand. Yeah. Um, so, like, a lot happens all at once. Slifer attacks the hat that Magician Girl is under. Magical Cylinder activates. Spellbinding Circle, I guess, like, holds Slifer down. Thunder Force is sent back to Slifer, but hits the slime again because Yugi keeps on forgetting about the dang slime. Which, to be fair, I would too if I was staring at a god. Yeah, yeah, like the kind of crux of this is like, oh, I can't hit uh, Slifer with any of my attacks, but what if I redirect its attacks back at it? Um, Which is like, (gasps) but then the fucking attack gets taken by the goddamn slime again. And it's like, fuck this slime. slime. Yeah, Revival Jam is just like the sands of Yu-Gi-Oh!, Hmm. <laughs> so at this point, Cipher is now at nine thousand attack points, and like the five oh, cards okay. of like Revival Jam, Cipher, the the other cards, I forgot them. <laughs> the God Five yeah. is the ultimate combo. Yeah, and it's so just Mark like, is pretty much indestructible. Yeah, Yami yeah. like falls to his knees in defeat, like, and just he says, "I can't win." This is the first time Yami's spirit is broken. It's yeah. very, very Pretty? sad to see. Yeah. God, yeah. I, th- you're I think, like, like, yeah, like, you know, we've seen Yugi bet, like, really sad before, and Yami helps him up, but, like, actually, Yami is, like, I'm in trouble. Yeah, this is the first thing where, where Yami himself is, like, oh, shit, maybe I'm not gonna win. Because, like, all the other times, he's, like, oh, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna beat you. You, you deserve to be beaten. But this time, he's just, like, oh, shit. Yeah, oh, I fuck, actually... Oh, beans. <laughs> oh, beans, I can't win. He does God, actually, oh, like, it. throughout the whole of this episode, I actually noticed that, like, it's kind of, like, his regular line that he says, like, every few lines of dialogue is just, like, I have to win, I'm going to win, I'm going to defeat a god, I have to win. And he's just here, he's just like, actually, fuck this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, who gets the motivational speech of the episode? This is... Oh my! This is like my favorite moment of yeah. this entire episode. Pretty much. Do you have? I have the whole thing written down. Sarah, no, I don't. Want. I just have like the end, like line that I love. Okay, so Yugi's. So at this point, Kaiba and Mokuba have rolled up because they're like watching the duel, <clears throat> and Kaiba sees Yugi basically like admitting defeat. Kaiba says, <clears throat> "A duelist like you won't lose here. I consider you a proud duelist. You are not allowed to lose pathetically in front of me." I know you can see our endless road. You're going to stop here. If a god stands in your way, knock god down. Kaiba? Kaiba? Kaiba. And also, there was a guitar solo, like, behind the speech the entire time. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Kaiba has his own, like, fun twist on it. So, Dub Kaiba says, Get on your feet, Yugi. Since when do you bow to your rivals? Get up and stop embarrassing yourself so you can defeat this nobody and relieve him of his Egyptian god cards and do it now. That's so horny. 
Yeah, really. You can end a motivational speech with do it now. Like, wait, oh, oh, oh. You know the Tumblr gif of the guy who's like, you here now? Oh. That's, that's Kaiba. Oh. Kaiba's head is at the top of that body. <laughs> Kaiba takes off his belt and slaps it on his bed. <laughs> and his deck, which is attached to it, and a little protector just goes flying everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. <laughs> Me? Uh, so I love that relationship the so is, much. Like oh, end of the episode is there. Yeah. Well, so episode sixty seven, Surpass God, Ultimate Infinite Loop. And immediately it's like Kaiba just says, Get up, Yugi, and Yugi's like, understood Kaiba. Yeah, he's just like, I will now defeat a god. <laughs> yes, Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Oh my god. So this whole episode is just like me running through a brick wall at this point. Yeah, yeah. It's and it's just like, it, I'm just I'm just so happy that like, you know, of all the good like motivational speeches, like you can do it, believe in you. This time, like his friends aren't around, it's just Kaiba and like, uh, <sighs> understood Kaiba, I will now defeat a god. Like, yeah, he's just on it immediately. Yes, yes, sir, Mr. Kaiba, sir. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, I mean, I do want to clarify that I think in the relationship between, like, Kaiba and Yugi, the Kaiba is the bottom, but, like, let's not really dwell on that. Um, so, yeah, um, Marek <laughs> notes that, like, oh, Kaiba's here and he has Obelisk, which is very convenient, so I can just fight Kaiba after I defeat uh, Yugi. Um, after he defeats and kills and, Yugi, and, don't forget. And kills the Pharaoh. Um, Slifer, like, attacks... Um, at this point, big, sh- I yeah, think. big shield gardener. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Yami has a big shield gardener, and it's just like I lived, bitch. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> they, they all think he's dead. He's just like, no, I'm, I'm good. I got a big piece of metal in front of me. Don't worry about me. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Kaiba, Kaiba is like watching and kind of being like, all right, okay. So how does this big dragon work? And then it's like, all right, car. Oh wait, the number of cards. Ah, ah, yes, yes, yes. Okay, I know how to beat this dragon now. Like, he immediately just figures out how to beat it. Yeah, Slifer's at a, a, a nice and spicy 11,000 attack points at this point. Mm. Yeah. Um, every single time it happens, every single time, like, his attack raises, he gets three more cards. Uh, Mokuba's like, 11,000 attack points? 14,000 attack points? And this dude is losing his gourd. Oh, yeah, I don't... Um, have we mentioned yet that every time the Revival Jam revives, that makes uh, the puppet draw oh, right, three yeah. more cards? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the card you played like two episodes ago. Yeah. It's important. Whenever it's part of the god combo. Whenever any monster comes back to the comes back to the field on either player's side, then he gets three right. cards, which uh, is important. important. That is important. Mm. Um, um, we get a good line from Kaiba where he says, "God is using infinity to trick us." Like I don't know what you <laughs> said, but yeah, I, sure. God, that sounds like a line from JoJo. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you could part part nine. Honestly, that's probably in, like, part six and seven, too. Yep. Um, yep. Um, so, yeah, so Kaiba has figured out how to beat Slifer because he's more intelligent than Yami or whatever. Um, and then... <laughs> to be fair, you have to have a high IQ. <laughs> Absolute brain genius. Yeah. Um, and then about a minute later, Yami, like, also gets it. Um, <sighs> yeah, there's just, like... When, when he... It's good. There's like fresh music playing. Yami's like, "Oh yeah, I know how to de- defeat Slifer," and he fucking slow rolls it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 
Yami just says, once he realizes what's going on, he's like, I win. I think it was last week where I just said I love the trope of, like, the shonen protagonist just, like, realizing, like, nope, this is over. Like, I know what to do now. And, hey, mm. I, I willed it into existence. Yeah, yeah. Like, I just, I really like how he, like, you know, does the whole Heart of the Cards things and then just, like, holds the card aloft while it's glowing and it's like, I win. Yeah. At this point, I kind of realized, um, do you think that they, like, had the mime be the main, like, be the duelist in this episode who doesn't move at all? to basically save budget to draw Slifer really cool all the time. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> yes. I'm, I'd like to think that's how they did this, like, why they had the mime there. Because, like, he's easy to draw. He's just, like, very simple looking. They just probably wouldn't be like, we have X amount of money for this episode. We're going to blow it all on this big snake. I mean, that would make sense because, like, you know, I read the manga last night and I think the puppet, like, kind of talks it or, like, yeah, you know, the, the dialogue boxes are coming from him. Like, Mark yeah. is controlling him, but the puppet is still talking. But here, nah. The dialogue... <laughs> The dialogue is coming from inside the mind. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, Yami draws the card and is like, I win. And Kaiba is, like, spectating. And it's kind of interesting that he comments. Like, Kaiba comments like, uh, a god card will choose which noble duelist will become its owner. Um, This is, like, when basically when Kaiba explicitly recognizes Yugi as, like, a true duelist to someone other than Yugi. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it also kind of impl- a it, it like it Im- implies that you know usually like you know we kind of say that like the power of the Millennium Puzzle or like the Pharaoh's power is just to like change fate and to draw the right card, um, mm-hmm. and this kind of like implies that this time it's not the Pharaoh's usual bullshit, but it's like the God card slifer that's doing that yes. fate changing stuff. Um, which, you know, that's interesting and all. But that also implies that, like, Kaiba now fucking believes in magic a bit more than usual. Well, he's, you say that, but he does have a line that says, break the illusion that God's power is infinite. Kaiba is the amazing atheist. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Kaiba gets ba- banned from Burger World. <laughs> um, god. Yeah, so Yami has has drawn the card that means he wins. Uh, but like, okay, how does he do this? Because I don't quite have this all written out. There's a lot going so, on here. From what I've got down, Buster Blader attacks a Revival Jam. Merrick mm. draws three more cards. Revival Jam... He uses Monster Reborn to summon Buster Blader, like the turn. Yeah, before. yeah. And then like when Revival Jam revives... Brain control gets summoned, but Merrick's confused because he cannot. You're not supposed to be able to use magic cards on god cards. Yeah, specifically, and they're too strong to control. Yeah, right. he's not trying to control Slifer. He's controlling Revival Jam. Yeah. So, so, so like when it reforms. It reforms on Yami's side of the field. And when that happens, uh, Slifer attacks. Uh, his effect activates because the monster gets summoned. Yeah. yeah. Uh, revival then, Jam gets splattered again. Yep. Draws three more cards. And then he draws three cards. And then Revival Jam comes back. And then gets splattered again. And then he draws and then three cards. Yeah. And there's only so many cards in a duelist's deck. <sighs> yeah. So, so At first, like... Merrick is so confident. He's like, you dingus. Like, you're just making me stronger and stronger. And, oh. He decks out. He decks decks out. out. Yeah. 
Yeah, he's just like caught in an infinite loop, but yeah. like the infinity, you know, Kaiba was right. God isn't infinite. There's only 40 cards in your goddamn deck. There's yeah. so many cards in this mime's hand that they start falling out. It's so cool to see. Yeah. It's like. It made me think of then... that iconic Yu Gi Oh image of like the kids and the fan, and there's just Yu Gi Oh cards everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> like this is, you know just Yu-Gi-Oh cards scattered all over the ground is the true spirit of the Yu-Gi-Oh game yeah, yeah. honestly though the, the true Yu-Gi-Oh is just 52 pickup mm. <laughs> also, time to duel and scott yeah. my deck at some kid and instructions so like, unclear deck card Yami, ceiling fan Yami wins <laughs> Yami wins baby and wins. the mime is just brain dead I mean, like, like, he, just like keeps, he was like, before. Trying to draw cards from an empty deck. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's a funny it's trick like a, to play on a... God. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, after they've done this, Merrick goes on about how he still has one other God card, and he's going to get the other cards back. Uh, oh yeah. And then, like, Kaiba is like impressed with Yugi and. They're about to duel now. Oh yeah, Mokuba like gives me. him gives Yugi Mokuba's like because of the laws of this land, I must now give you a god card. Um yeah. and Kaiba just like is so horny for this duel, he just like saddles up to Yugi and is like, Now that you have a god card, you're hot and I want to duel you, you're worthy of my duel. Let's do it. Let's do the duel. Gotta have my god card, need to have my god card. Um but then he kinda gets a little bit cucked by Marek. Yeah, yeah, mine wakes back up again. And, and Merrick uh, threatens that he's going to nort one of Yami's friends. So Yeah, he's like, he says, from here I can see three things happening. One, using the mime's eyes, I can see you guys with your god cards. Two, from my viewpoint, I'm about to roll up in Domino City. And three, for my other rare hunters, I can see your friends. And, like, he doesn't explicitly say he's going to control them, but, like, he makes it very clear that he can see his friends and knows where they are, and nothing good is about to happen to them. Yeah. 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 So Yami runs away to find his friends, and Kaiba's fucking pissed. Yeah. <laughs> Yami blue balls Kaiba. Yep. <laughs> yeah. And um, I thought Obelisk had the blue balls. So, <laughs> the episode ends with uh, Merrick reaching Domino City, and then going going the rest of the way on a motorcycle. Oh. You've Now, y'all have heard of Dirt Bike Sansa from Pigot, but may I present to you Moped Merrick. Moped Merrick. Nice. He just looks so sick. He's just wearing, like... It's just that he's wearing he a looks... sick outfit. It's just his normal outfit. Like, his just normal, like, twink garb. His his sleeveless hoodie. He's wearing a bike helmet because safety is important. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I, I will point out... It looks like an aviator helmet. A little bit. He doesn't wear the helmet in the manga, so I'm, you know, I'm very glad that the anime have added like health and safety regulations into this. I mean, canonically, of all the Yu-Gi-Oh characters, Merrick is like near the bottom of the list of people who are likely to wear proper safety equipment while operating a motor vehicle. <laughs> yep. Like Kaiba, Merrick, and Jinochi are at the bottom of that list. Uh, and that's it. Yeah, I just, I just, I just want to point out some little, little things. It's just that Kaiba has the line, uh, he chose his friends over Pride. And then we cut to the ship arriving at the docks and, like, Pride, ship, confirmed. Oh my god, is that what the name is from? I'm gonna say yes and not look it up. It, that's not what the, 
that's just don't worry about it uh is that podcast uh do we have a beyond tune world you're going to love this trust me beyond tune so merrick ishtar's voice actor is jonathan well there's two of them but it looks oh? like the more regular one is, uh... No, wait. It, this is it. It's Jonathan Todd Ross. Uh, Jonathan okay. Todd Jonathan Ross, Ross, from what I can find, has a lot of... Looks like most of his work is was in... Doesn't look like he had a big career, but at least in terms of, like, voice acting, it looks like he just, like, took up a couple different roles for four kids... Uh, the, none of them are really as important, uh, compared to Merrick, unfortunately. Uh. No one's important compared to Merrick. There might be one who, oh, there is one who's important, I think, maybe, uh, Slade Princeton, who is the father of Yu-Gi-Oh! GX character Chaz Princeton. Chaz, pr- uh, we know we, we've we've discussed He's the Chaz, the Chaz man, haven't we? <laughs> Chaz it up. We we have Chaz it up. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. It looks like most of his career is actually in audiobooks. Ooh, oh, yeah. Uh, Damn, Listen, you want to yeah. love that. an audiobook? We, we muscling on that market. Yeah, so he's in a lot of different audiobooks. Looks like. Uh, hmm. I don't recognize any of these books. Except I want to search one. for him on audible.com. Give me a second. Okay. Amazon, let me sign in. Oh, damn. Okay. Well, the first the first the first book that came up in the categories in Audible is called Blockchain. That's And it's That's not on this list. It's definitely huh. about Bitcoin. So I'm glad I haven't heard anything on Bitcoin. I hope it all collapsed. I mean, if you want to know what Bitcoin is, you could listen to an audiobook narrated by Jonathan Todd Ross called Blit, Bit, Blitcoin, Bitcoin uh, that would explain everything to you, apparently. Oh, huh. Uh, it looks like... I'm just looking at these... Oh, shit. His website lists way more than Wikipedia did. Uh, it looks like start... most of them... Let's see. There's just... some children's books, some young adult, uh, adult books. Uh... He narrates uh, a biography like he... of Bruce Lee... I'm just yeah. going to add that to my wish list. Yeah. It, the website describes it as a very to- cool tale of a very cool guy. These uh, are a lot of, like, very... Uh, these are, like, very non-fiction. In, for example, there's a yeah. book called White Tears. Um, Damn, I have those sometimes. <laughs> Damn. One of the books uh, mentioned on Wikipedia is called... Um, this is a really good one. Hold Me Closer, Necromancer. <laughs> what? <laughs> Oh. Sarah, did you ghostwrite that book? <laughs> did I just hear the sonic bumper noise? Yeah, sorry, that just... that's my uh, notification sound. Okay. Oh my god. Uh, I was like, am I hallucinating Sanic? Oh, he has Let's a book see, called there's... Brain Tingles, which is an ASMR book, which has one star reviews. That's incredible. Uh, From the anti-ASMR coalition. Looks like he narrated the Daniel Handler book, We Are Pirates. That's... Ooh. The one we I recognize. He's narrated a book called Dueling with Kings. Oh. That's just the Yu-Gi-Oh! novelization. It's about the New York Yankees, I think, or something. Nope. That's like the worst that's the worst possible no, thing no to wait, do. About no wait, no wait. It's about daily fantasy sports, brackets DFS. 
that's okay. See, I forgot that fantasy sports were a thing in real life, and I thought you meant like sports and fantasy novels and stuff, and I got really excited for a second, and then reality hit me and I got sad. There's a whole bunch of these for a series of children's books called George Brown Class Clown. <laughs> oh, there's one called How to Become a Federal Criminal, an illustrated handbook for the aspiring offender. Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> I think it's about doing pranks. It's easy, just don't do taxes. Jonathan Todd Ross one each kip. <laughs> Jonathan taught us going H kip and pot of greed. It, inter- it, it, it interlaps. Yeah. Uh, okay, I'm now on page five, and that's pretty much all the good ones. Oh, the one's called uh, "Taxing the Rich: A History of Fiscal Fairness in the United States and Europe." Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's 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 it. That's it. I'm only gonna consider getting the Jonathan, the Bruce Lee would... one. I might consider We Are Pirates. I remember dun, 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 wanting dun, to dun, read dun, that dun. at some point. Bro, we are pirates. <laughs> Bro, we are pirates. Right. Uh, podcast? That was podcast. a bad podcast. Hell yeah. Um, closing up, what do we do? What do we do? We don't have any questions. Uh, We're part of Greed. Sco- Scooter. Uh, oh, where can we find you on the internet? You got anything to plug? Uh, you don't you can need to if you don't want to. mostly find me on Discord, in the Pod of Greek Discord, or the Post Game of Thrones Discord, or the Henry Kissinger's Pokemon Going to Die Discord. Um, no, on, that's a fact. And pretty much, if you see somebody with the name Scooter Lewis, pretty much anywhere on the internet, that's gonna be me. Yay! Uh, I'm Dan Silva. You can find me at, at Mike underscore Dawson, uh, with a zero. You can find my comedy blog at Xbox underscore holiday, uh, where Usher celebrates holidays with Xbox. Uh, I actually missed one that... W- a bu- there were like a bunch of Indian holidays yesterday that I missed, but I did get the ones from the day before, which was a twofer. It was Homestuck Day and Neil Banging Out the Tunes Day. Also, I recently recorded an episode with the Let's Place podcast. That'll be going up on Thursday. Uh, we Let's Place is a podcast that scientifically and objectively ranks every video game ever made using a panel of hosts and a ranking system. Uh, I I uh, rated a very interesting game called uh, Handball Manager 2007. Uh <laughs> Uh, endorsed by handball huh? champion Heiner Braun. You can learn more about handball and Heiner Braun in <laughs> the podcast, so listen to that. Is this why I come into this Discord before recording today? And there's just a load of pictures of a handball yeah, man sure here? Okay, that explains a lot. Thank, thank you. Yeah. Um... I'm Sarah. Also, yeah, you can find me at Sarah Mook Costumes. Uh- that's it. And uh, Max, you can find me on Twitter and Tumblr at Maxi Bajillion. Mm. Um, and we're Pod of Greed. And you can find us at podofgreed.tumblr.com or at podofgreedcast on twitter.com. Uh, you should join our Discord and shout out to Noise Space and stuff yeah, sh- sh- like that. Shout out to that. Orange Groves. Uh, Pod of Greed allows me to draw the stop button on my recording and end my podcast. Max, oh, you cut out and I thought you just hung up and I was like, oh, damn, what's the problem? Uh, anyway, uh, good, good night and good goodbye. Good night, everybody. Gaming, gamers. Oh.